So I went to life, I guess, in my pajamas today. Not really, but somewhat. So I'm wearing currently a pair of Target PJs that I got like two years ago. Like a tube top because like they're the button up shirt PJs, the tie. And like it looks like a fit. Um, this grandma's just like raging her way into this parking lot. Oh my god. Um, slow down, Granny. Beep, beep, bitch. Not really, sorry. Like, kind of though. I don't know her. But she seems like a bitch a little bit. Don't be trying to have car accidents happen. That's bitchy. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I was, I'm wearing a PJ's hat because it's like, it's cute and it goes with the tube top, which is just white and I have a clip in my hair and shoes that go with it, um, that look very cute um that are brown they're like heels so it also makes it look more like a thing but then a lot of people were like i like your outfit today but then i was like is this in a like i like your outfit or is this in a like <laughs> nice outfit like vibe undetermined um but yeah this could be the raging anxiety inside me as uh, this morning i woke up and i was like oh can't get out of bed can't do it now I know it's just like I'm on my period which is like I felt sick which then like makes me feel anxious um and then because I'm like a hypochondriac and then I I don't know I just like don't feel good mentally like everything's just cool I don't feel great right now because I have cramps, but we're dealing, we're dealing with it, chilling. Um, basically, though, um, I'm going to Target to buy my first, like, well, I'm buying other shit, but, like, I don't buy tampons. I don't wear tampons. It's not a thing that I do never really worked out me and the tampon department but I'm going like swimming with my family this weekend so I have to use a tampon and yeah I am about to be 22 telling the internet that no I have not used a tampon in fucking years and I'm okay with that I don't care about the granny panty pad that's happening. I have not used a cup thing. I'm comfortable in my zone. Also, it's like... Toxic shock scares me. That's also, like, a big thing. Gonna be honest. Is that, like... Toxic shock be, like, scary as hell. And I don't want it. No one wants it. So there.
that I'm excited to go to the pools and stuff. We're going, well, it's springs technically. We're going to Glenwood. Like, it's like a mini vacation vibe. It's like a weekend or thing. But it should be so cute. I said, oh, that girl runs funny. <laughs> well, what did I do today? So, I feel like a bit of like a like a little kid and I look a little bit like a little kid all the time um because I I feel like my career is that the fact that I'm doing this right now who who else honestly is making a podcast about and not even editing just like doing this I mean, that's the reason, that's, like, the type of show I want, is, like, raw and unedited. <sighs> that's the person I am. But the thing is, is that, like, well, also because I want you to feel like, if you're listening in the car, that you're, like, having a conversation, maybe a little bit with me, which is kind of chilling. I, I vibe with that. That's... The, the what I'm trying to put off but then like also I have like an Instagram that doesn't have many followers I have a TikTok that doesn't have that many followers I have all these things and I kind of feel like a joke and I have like my writing and I just had a story get fucking rejected and I didn't think it was the most amazing thing I've ever written to say to say the least um but I thought it was okay. I thought it was good. And I don't know. And I'm trying to write something about my mother and about our relationship with food like I've been talking about, but I can't. Well, number one, 300 words got deleted. Fuck my laptop. Fuck my life. But on the other hand, like, sorry, I'm just trying to think and drive and the whole shebang, um, I just feel like I'm like a little kid doing craft projects. Or, like, a crazy person. And I I love what I'm doing. I'm having fun. But then I also feel this, like, immense amount of shame that I'm not, like, an engineer. Like, I don't even know what else. Like, doing more political activism, which, like, I'd want to do right now but like I also am doing work and school and my relationship and my life and my trying to take care of myself like I think that when I was in high school and I did not have as much going on and I don't know but then again I also spend like a lot of time on fucking tiktok And I feel like I'm melting my little brain. Um, Honestly, yeah. My phone is starting to, like... It gives me migraines. But I also am, like, I can't look away. 
because there's not, nothing else to do. I need new stimuli in front of my fucking eyes. And yeah, unless I'm in the car and I'm doing two things at once and or I'm like really hardcore having to write, like I'm not going to do it. And or if I'm not even feeling it. And, like, for a minute there, I wasn't really recording videos. I was, like, writing. I wasn't even watching that many movies. And now I'm, like, into this thing that I almost am, like, it, there's never silence. Um, because I am always having a TV show playing or, like, music or something else and, like, I don't know if that's because I live alone and it feels fucking depressing to just sit there in silence. Also, like, what am I gonna do? Sit in silence and wash the fucking dishes? That doesn't sound very fucking nice. If I'm doing something stupid or a menial task, which is most of the shit I do in my house, I want to be doing something interesting with it. But even at work, like, I feel the same. It's just, like, everything is menial. And it's probably my depression talking. But, I don't know. I also, you know, I'm starting to think that I have a voice for radio. I also really loved doing this and I really loved when I did DJ training at my other university CSU like it was, it was really cool and it was amazing to learn how to do the fade ins and fade outs and just how to put music on and like do just like use a switchboard and kind of all of that um different knowledge that I gained from that experience um and Sorry, big yawn. But then, like, I... I also... Um, I also feel like I'm deluding myself again. This is where I'm, like... Oh, like, a bug hit my windshield. That was loud. Don't think any of you could hear it. It was not that loud. But it was loud to me. Um, anyway... But I, I just feel like I'm, just, yeah, just deluding myself with, like, my dreams and whatever. And I think everyone in their 20s can relate to this. I, I told my boyfriend this this morning. I am so scared of living in a fucking box and having my life be a mess. And I don't know what I'm doing. And it's terrifying. And he was like, no one knows what they're doing. And, like, that's, like, so classic yeah it's basic a little bit um but you know what he's right no one knows what the fuck they're doing at all it we are all so confused especially in our 20s but everyone seems like they have it all so much together and also like there's a lot of shame for me like me and my therapist have talked about this and like I've just known this, that, like, also, like, another therapist and I talked about this, actually, is that 
shame is just like the biggest part of my depression and my anxiety is like I am ashamed that I had not written more I am ashamed that I've not done more I'm so shameful of all of these different things in my life um And just basically, it's hard for me to be like, yeah, what I'm doing is cool. I believe in myself without being embarrassed. Um, To, without feeling like I know what I'm doing. Anyway, I gotta go into Target. Peace out. Okay, um, so I'm driving home from my parents' um, house. It was my grandfather's birthday and um, had a birthday party. It was honestly really cool because I got to kind of talk to my cousins and they treated me like a real person for the first time um, in a really long time, which was awesome. And I'm sure that they treated me like one before, but um, as you all know, last July, I got arrested, okay? So it made me kind of look like the family member that maybe we shouldn't be having everyone hang out around with. Kind of not so much of a great influence. Um, so that was really hard. Um, but now it just it just felt a lot better basically um I don't know um but it was also so I'm going home right now to Denver um this is like really weird so normally at least the last couple times when I've been at a family thing I've also had my boyfriend um and I guess for me this was um Something that was very odd, I didn't really have my same, like, safety net to be like, okay, this is the person I'm talking to now, because, like, I'm shy. Um, when I was younger, that person was my sister. Um, and I, I don't know if any other shy people can relate to this. Um, honestly, I don't know why I'm also just, like, verge of tears. Like, I didn't have, like, a bad time or anything, but, um, Today has just been a very hard day. Um, I think for anyone that deals with um, anxiety or anything like that, I think we can all relate to having some like really hard days. Um, for me, today was just like, it was just a hard day. Like, nothing happened. Like, in particular, like, I can't be like, this is the thing that is the reason that I'm like crying in my car right now. Um, but, um, yeah, I've, I've just had like a very long day of dog sitting and losing my phone. Um, so I'm kind of, I'm going to go into the losing my phone part because this is something that I'm going to bring up with my therapist, but also just like, I just want to be transparent about, like, I think we all have meltdowns, um, I think especially, like, growing up, um, 
And as a person who is, like, really trying to figure out, like, what the fuck I'm doing with ADHD, um, so to, I don't know if I said this in my last thing about the target time thing, but, like, it feels really wrong to write, um, something about my, um, I guess my mother and food, I mean, honestly, my biggest problem with food itself is my ADHD and, like, the relationship that I've had with both medication and then, like, having ADHD in my life and how it's affected, like, not only the relationships that I've had with food itself, but relationships that I've had with people regarding it, um, so that's definitely what I'm trying to change that direction on, um, but it's just, it's a very hard condition, um, I think when you're a kid, or if you're a person that doesn't have it, you're just like, whatever, like, you just can't pay attention, um, it's, uh, and I think I thought that too when I was younger, but, um, I've recently just been going through a lot of, um, I guess discovery in regards to my own, um, I don't want to say mental illnesses, but I mean, it is, um, just because I think that's the best way to handle it. If I'm going to, like, be the best me that I can be and, like, understand what's going on and, like, also, like, really be, like, a validated person, um, I have to, like, admit some of the things in my life that are, like, related to this thing that I have, um, which make it, like, a lot harder to just, like, process things or, like, make it so I get, like, really overwhelmed, um, just by, like, the fact that, like, I can't control anything about situations, um, and I guess this morning and, like, even when I was younger, it would really manifest if I, like, could not find something. It's obviously very irritating and out of control, um, and I'm a person that has also very bad anxiety, so for me, a lot of things are about, like, having control over situations, um, I think that can be the same with, like, having control over what I'm eating, over, like, what I'm doing, stuff like that. I don't like to be put in situations that I just don't enjoy. I mean, I think that's most people, obviously, but, like, I, like, actually, like, I get so irritated if I'm out doing something that I don't want to be doing, like, the entire time, like, I'm not gonna have a good time, like, if I can't find something, like, my whole day is ruined, um, and it's just, like, one of those realities that's, like, it's very hard because, like, I'm trying to work through it with a lot of, like, rationality because I understand that these aren't, like, it's not rational. Like, this morning was especially one of those things. So, I woke up at 4 a.m. after, okay, I'm going to, like, preface with, like, all the information of I woke up after a night of, like, drinking by myself um, while watching dogs, very exciting stuff, not really. And I remember FaceTiming my boyfriend right before I went to bed, um, and then when I woke up at, like, 5 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning, could not find my phone. Could not find it. Was losing my shit. Like, couldn't find anything. Was so upset. Like, was looking with a flashlight. Like, was removing the couch cushions. Could not find anything. Like, was crying, screaming, like, where is it? Where is it? Why is this happening right now? Like, I let out, like, some outbursts of just, like screaming because I just was like why 
like why is this my life and just like I honestly a lot of these responses were just like things that, like I I like this sounds really awkward there's sounds that I don't make okay like just like I can't even do it now like Ugh. but like in a way that's like purely based on emotion um so just getting really upset over that and then like I eventually find my phone in the bathroom but I'm like at this point like I'm in tears like I'm so upset like I'm so tired I can't find my phone like what if like in my phone like my mind starts thinking like if I can't find my phone I'm not gonna be able to wake up I'm not gonna be able to go to this thing with my parents I'm not gonna be able to like contact my parents I'm not gonna be able to contact Jack like it's my boyfriend I'm not gonna be able to do anything like there's no landline here I can't call it like I can't even call someone to like find my phone like what if someone came and stole it which I'm like this is a nice house like why would someone come in and steal a, a tiny cell phone also one that has like a, this is like the least valuable thing in this home like th that's all I'm saying okay without a doubt and like I just I just don't know how I was like losing my shit so much but I was like I was like losing my fucking mind this morning I was like crying so hard and it's just I don't even know it was it was such like a moment and I was also like then going from that to like getting a couple hours of sleep like calling my boyfriend me like, I'm so upset and he's like okay so you lost your phone like why are you crying you found it I'm like I don't even know like I'm just so upset it's not rational but there's like one of those things where it's like if I you don't have control over something and I'm just like I don't know I don't have much more to say like I guess on just the ADHD point so I'm just kind of trying to move away from it um kind of at this point in the conversation but um it, it's just one of those things that I've started to notice as a person where it's just like it's gone really hard so I had that happen this morning where I I had a meltdown I had a full-on just like crying fucking meltdown and I have not been in that position, like, crying in that way, like, in a fucking minute also. And that was when I was like, am I, like, happy? Am I okay? Like, and then I get to this family thing and I'm just like, okay. Like, honestly, like, no. Like, I'm on my medic medication. I'm taking my antidepressants regularly. Like, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Actually, granted, I did forget to take them today. Oopsie. Um, boop. But, like, when I am, and I have been normally the couple days before this, it's like, I'm fine. And, like, um, it's just, it's just very weird to realize that, like, I still have a lot to work on. I feel like every single time I'm on this podcast, every single time that I'm making a TikTok or anything else, I'm always like, I am doing so much better. And that's honestly kind of depressing to me because I'm like, if this is my so much better, like, what was my fucking worst? And it's hard to debate for me what was, what was the situation that was truly better. As a person that deals with mental health and mental illness, I think it's very difficult to be like I'm better than my normal self right which when you start taking medications then you also start like you're like I'm, I'm 20 I'm 20 years old right I'm, I'm going through that time in my life where like I barely know who the fuck I am anyway 
so there's a whole lot of like growth and development in my personality as well right now I'm aware so like it's also very hard to like find out who I am based on that but then also let alone to be like was I happier without the medication am I happy on this medication am I doing any better am I doing worse I can't honestly tell anymore um I don't want to kill myself every day. (laughs) That's better, right? And yeah, no, it is better. It's not, like, rhetorical questions. It's obviously better. But, like, um, I guess it is a rhetorical question. You can't can't actually answer me. Um, But in a lot of ways, though, like, it's hard because I'm still not, like, happy, happy. I think it's very hard when you're going um, for treatment, especially for something like depression, to also battle with the fact that you're not ever going to be cured. You're not going to be happy in the way that you um, think you're going to be. A lot of times, especially when I start like a new medication, or especially if I've been on one for a minute, I just, and like, I've been on this one specifically on this dosage for like a minute, and a lot of me is just like, fuck, is this it? Is this what I've been waiting for? This is the better? And it's, it's not that it's worse, but it's, I can't clean my house. Like, there's different issues on the other hand now where I'm like yeah I'm not depressed but I'm realizing that I have horrible ADHD like as a person growing up with it like I said before like I so my sister and is actually has ADHD as well and she always had it a lot more than me um and I guess like that's kind of a really weird thing to say honestly when I think about it because it's like how do you how do you measure who's really worse? It's not like we ever took a scale and someone said, she's 90% and you are 80% ADHD. It's never, it's not like that. It's just how I guess our parents viewed it. And that's what I've been told my whole life. Um, and I'm kind of starting to realize that we're not any different. We've just had very different coping skills to deal with it. And I might've like had a lot better, like, uh, I guess right now I'm kind of understanding what masking is. Uh, you know, I hear that a lot in the autism community, which I'm sure I, I'm sure I did something about this because I swear I did, but like I might not have. But I do kind of find it a little bit offensive that like ADHD and autism are considered to be like one and the same now because they are two very different conditions and like we have different diagnoses, though similar and like symptoms and like stuff like that but it's just like it's different and um it's just it's not the same in regards to like the social issues that they have honestly it's like if we're gonna put it on a spectrum like autism at the it's most extreme is on one end and ADHD is at its other like you have hyperactivity you have like not being able to really like, stop yourself in a conversation feeling a lot of guilt surrounding what you're doing and then on the other hand you have people that like are very rigid in what they're doing and they feel this very like strong moral sense of this is why I'm doing this and I know why and they have their special interests and it's very organized and set and I sometimes honestly 
not to say that I'm, like, envious, like, of that, but I, I kind of am, like, fuck, at least you have your shit together, like, I'm over here, like, my room is a fucking mess, I have no motivation to clean my dishes, and part of me is, like, depression, am I depressed, is it my ADHD, like, what is this, like, I can't tell half the time, I'm tired, like, And I guess, like, the fact that I'm doing better, like I said, has just brought out some of more of these problems and brought them to more of, like, a light where I've been able to see them in a broader sense and just be like, okay, this is an additional problem that I have. Like, like I was just saying, like, not being able to just, like, oh, sorry, I'm driving and, like, someone, there was a turn lane and, like, it's just a turn lane, but someone saw the dotted lines and, like, thought that meant that they could pass me, so they got into the turn lane and, like, started speeding up, and then they, like, realized, and I'm like, well, that's, like, a bit of an oof for you, uh, isn't it? Um, dumb. They're just impatient, or whatever. Um, but... basically, um, yeah, like, I'm just noticing all this shit a lot more, and just because I'm not dealing with the anxiety as much, like, in this, like, not in the same ways, like, it's an anxiety in a different sense, and also, like, I kind of, I, I don't know, it's, Ever since I've been, like, able to treat my depression side of things, I'm having, like, a lot more, like, anxiety over, like, not completing tasks, not fulfilling my purpose, and, like, thinking I'm gonna live in a box. <laughs> um, whatever. But, like, I just, I don't know. It's just hard, and when I went today, all I could think was, if I'm not happy around all these people that are supposed to be my family, supposed to love me, right? And it's supposed to be this amazing whatever thing, and if, if I'm not happy now, and if I'm not happy by myself, like, when am I ever going to be happy? Like, truly happy. If the meds aren't going to do it, if all of this shit isn't going to do it, if, I, if I'm just going to be how I am right now, like, am I ever going to have a sense of true happiness, and it's also, like, I think, too, um, even a couple months ago when I was in school, and, like, I guess just, like, able to wake up and, like, dance around my house in the morning, um, that's something I can't do anymore. I physically and emotionally cannot find the energy to turn on music in my own house. I can't. And dance. It is not something that I currently can do. And that is so sad to me. I get bored with that. Eating food makes me feel like... I guess, honestly, this is just me, it's turned into, like, me just telling you, like, honestly, what the fuck's going on with me, but, like, yeah, like, this is the reality of what's happening. I am, like, not as depressed, but, um, I 
still deal with a lot of anxiety. I still deal with, like, a lot of issues that I'm trying to work through. And, like, it makes me question, like, whether I'm ever going to be, like, with it. Whether I'm going to work through it. Do you ever work through it? Like, when do you, when do you stop, <laughs> you know? When do you stop feeling like the crazy person? Um, is my biggest thing. Um, I think that it's very hard for me. Um, to also just not feel like I'm a fucking freak. I know that there's so many people in the world that deal with this shit, but it's it's debilitating to say that I feel like I, like, can't do what I'm meant to do or, like, what I want to do or work, like, finish things uh, or be a part of a conversation because I feel so isolated, like, when I'm with people or it's such, like, a, so like, that's the other thing is it's a massive, like, social drain on me to, like, talk to people. And that did not used to be the case. Like, I really loved being social and, like, going on and talking to people. And I basically find it painful to, like, communicate with people. Like, there's so much effort on my end. There's so much, like, reading of social cues. There's so much, like, making sure I'm not upsetting anyone. Making sure I'm getting the joke. Watching people's, like, facial expression. It's exhausting. And I feel like I'm working, like, so hard. And I don't know why. Like, I don't know if that's, like, uh, my anxiety or if it's just, like, because a lot more people as I've gone older have pointed out, you know, ADHD, it's not. I think that's why a lot of people get a a diagnosis when they're adults because it gets a lot harder um, when you're adult. Your behavior is... that you thought were normal, were, like, quirky, become to be, like, not okay, you know? And those things are, like, you, like, talking too much, and you start to realize, like, people in your life, like, don't really listen to you, because they think that you have nothing really important to stay, uh, to say, um, and, like, in addition to that, like, you sound really rude when you're talking to people. I also have, like, a really nasally voice and also, like, um, sometimes people with ADHD, like, don't sound as, like, tonal and, like, some people think I'm being, like, a bitch to them and, like, it's not the case and it's just, like, as you get older and you're trying to deal with these things that might have once been a chatty kid or, like, you know, you being a quirky, like, child who gets better along with adults because you know a lot more, like, that's not as cute when you're 22, like, okay, like, no one that's 30 wants to be corrected because they're honestly not doing their job is right because you know how to do it better and you, like, just aren't reading the social cues enough to be like, oh, like, okay, fine, I shouldn't say that, like, there's so much, like, more processing that I have to do, like, to make sure that I'm, like, not upsetting someone. I don't know. Um, and I hope any, I just hope people can understand that, like, really relate to this, like, even, like, 
probably no like sorry bitch like i really don't have to work hard in social situations but uh you tough shit but yeah for me like i feel like i'm always saying the wrong shit okay i feel like okay and on top of that it's just also because i I just feel like a fucking wreck like my life is also just weird as shit like i'm i love like my weird life but like also a lot of conventional people as i've gotten older like it's not as cool to be fucking quirky or be the person who like oh yeah like i've had like a crib protect me before like my stories and my experiences are beautiful in books but they're not so enjoyable or tasteful in a, like a conversation and i also am very crass and that's something that i've never it's never bothered me because that's my style I like cussing I like there's something about the crassness and the vulgarity and the harshness of those words that I I love and I really I think by not saying them it's it's ruining parts of the English language cussing and these words are meant to be used they're they're meant to put out expressions and vulgarity is part of life and it's whatever but society is like not the same way and like so a lot of times people also want me to be just like very like quiet and like proper or like just like oh yeah like this I just I don't know what the fuck I just I don't know what I should be doing anymore I don't know what society wants from me I I don't even know what this fucking podcast what I was trying to fucking say and then like I felt kind of fucking disconnected you know like I was there but then I like went into the other room and I was just like fuck okay i'm alone for a second and i just feel like shit still and i don't want to be here and i just even in the parts where i was like having a good conversation with someone i wanted to go home like i just wanted to go home and like sleep and not do anything and i guess my thing is like i just don't know if i'm like depressed or this shit's like hd or like that I'm like going through some like other shit or whatever but I'm so I'm just tired I'm so tired of like my life being like kind of one shit show after another and not really knowing what the fuck is going on and I'm really worried that I'm gonna become this person that isn't gonna have anything that's good for them because I'm working so hard on trying to be a functioning person in any sense of like picking up my shit and like keeping myself alive like I've spent my I've spent my 20s working on my mental health like to be honest in college the most that I have learned has not ever been about school or about know my actual topics and what I'm learning it's, it's been about being a person and trying to figure out who I am and also dealing with a lot of trauma when you leave your parents like I love my parents it's I think it's something that is uh and it's a thing that I've recently seen on TikTok which when you're like oh this bitch always you know shit on TikTok and it's like honestly okay if you're on Reddit and you judging someone for being a tiktok person or you're on youtube or you're on facebook it's all the same media like it's all the same shit like i see the same shit that you see on reddit because someone posts stuff that goes on reddit on tiktok and vice versa 
so it's it's your personal choice of like medium and especially for me I like things that are shot and well done in like a three minute span so it makes it also just like quick funny informational if I want it to be whatever but um I've seen a lot of um like black creators talking about the abuse that is underlying in white families and I know you're like what <coughs> and yeah um <coughs> the reason that I bring this up is because I want to say that when I talk about like abuse or like anything like that it's not anything that's like honestly my parents were like doing fucking mad or like made me smoke a packet of cigarettes like I know people's parents who like made them do that when they like stuck a cigarette or like when they like did something bad like burned them like or assaulted them or beat them like so many worse things that could have happened but also there's things in parenting that as we get older and as we grow as people we need to realize our like issues and how we shouldn't be being parents like towards other kids and like just like how we want to be parents in the future um I think a lot of people realize that the evolution of like not allowing spanking I as a person was always like okay yeah I I totally see why you spank it I honestly don't really get it I think hitting your child brings in a thought process that you can hit me, so why shouldn't I be able to hit you? Um, it also puts in a hierarchy, and it's just, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, no, it's not abusive, technically, but it's very controversial. Like, you're, you're actually laying your hand on your child, and, like, because it's on their butt, we don't see it as, like, something that is abusive or something that is really, um, sorry I'm like my nose is like super itchy so if it's getting muffled like that's why um but it's, it's just like little things like that or like something that I saw today was how white parents bring up mental illness from the age of I, I don't even know when my mom started having a book called you're bipolar child or you're defiant and then she had another one was like you're defiant child and I don't have bipolar. Uh, I, I don't. Um, never been diagnosed. I've actually asked my doctor because the fact that my mom brought it up so much as a child made me think I did. <laughs> uh, it made me feel like anytime I went from being happy to sad, like I was going through mood swings. And it made me feel like I every single thing that I did was utterly and completely irrational. Uh, so... Yeah, I've had to work through that trauma of thinking that I had a mental condition because my parents told me I did all the time. And not like, they weren't like, oh, like, you're actually bipolar. It was like, it was little comments made during fights. It was books around the house. Kids notice these things and, like, it eats away at their self-esteem and, like, those are things that I'm still working on. And, like, I used to point that I was trying to make is that yeah, I've spent majority of my life in college and the time that I've been out of high school trying to be a person again. And then especially with my stroke and everything, like, 
I know that I talk about that on here a lot, but like, I don't know how, how much to ever explain that that like changed my life so much. There's, there's a couple of turning points that I can just be like, this, this was it. One of those things was getting, you know, caught from church even my senior year. One of them was having a stroke. One of them was transferring schools and getting sexually assaulted all in the same span like there's a lot that has gone on to make me make the decisions that I have in my life um but it's I have to process each of those decisions and say did I because a lot of those like are surrounded by trauma I will have to specify like it makes me question like whether they're um they were truly the right decisions to be made like whether I'm doing what's right with my life because I'm trying to avoid a traumatic situation or because it's actually what I want to do to make myself happy for the past I guess three years I've really been trying to focus on what's going to make me happy what's going to make me like a fulfilled person and I, every time that I ask myself that question, I seem to just really, I'm met with a wall of myself and just of everything else that, you know, maybe you don't get to be. And I think I said that something about this last year when I was, honestly, I mean, it's, and it seems like maybe two years ago now that I've lived in Montana, because honestly, it, it is, it's which it makes me really sad, um, is that maybe some of us don't get to be happy, you know, maybe we don't get that, maybe we just get this, and as depressing as that sounds, I, I don't know, and the thing that made me also feel that even more was, um, So, a person passed in my family. I'm not going to go into specifics. It was not, like, a person that I'm personally close with. um, As I was, like, more of an extended member. Uh, But they passed recently, and someone said to me, like, I don't know how people without faith can deal with something like this. I don't know how they can go on, you know? And for me, um, that that made me think of when I had my seizure right? So I'm not, that was actually one of those things that made me say, how can I, how can I be religious? You know? And it doesn't make me feel more comforted to know that someone else is like in a different place. I would just rather know that they're gone and at peace and they're happy. Like in that, in the sense of happiness of all you could do. Like, I think that when you pass, you pass, but and the same with, like, events in your life, it's like, how can I believe that this is based on God? And that my mental health and that all of this happiness and unhappiness is based on someone. When it's so unhappy and so displeasing. And it's just like, I don't know, it makes me... Again, just be like, what am I doing? What am I doing with my life? What am I waiting for? 
that things are going to be happy and come true and be wonderful because that's what the reality of the situation there, there's people that live on the streets and that are addicted to heroin and their families hate them or they love them or whatever but it's they're in that situation and they might not they might believe in God they might not but they're still in that situation where it's like fuck I wanted to kill myself and it's not like God saved me I just saved myself like I think that there's a lot of along with this idea of whether whether or will I will I ever be happy there's also this question of how are some people so like okay and happy with this shit in life or to say that like this is all caused and brought on by like one person it's just so much to I guess grasp and also like (coughs) 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 sorry (coughs) and also just like uh, to I, I don't know just like process like what is life? What is all of these things between religion and how some people view life and happiness and being happy to them, those that are religious, is repenting your sins and honestly being unhappy and being grateful. And I, I suppose like that gratefulness is something that we should all have that makes us happy. Maybe, maybe that's the thing is that no one's fucking happy, but we're all just pretending because we're grateful or whatever. But it's like, I, I don't want to be grateful for the shit on a shingle life that I have. I want to be happy with, like, what I've done with my... I want more. Like, and maybe I'm greedy and maybe, like, whatever. But it's like... I don't know. Like I've said, I've worked the past three years on figuring out myself. On trying to be a better person. On trying to... figure out my mental health and I guess also when I say the better person thing it makes me think like I never thought of myself as a bad person when I was in high school and I was in yeah I guess mainly high school I just was like I'm a good person like I would say that I'm not not like a bad person I'm not amazing no like fucking um what's her name Mother Teresa took me a minute sorry I was gonna say Gandhi but he's problematic Columbus obviously problematic he's no nothing Vernon Hell sorry not um yeah I was trying to think of like influential people and it it took me a minute anyway Mother Teresa but like when I got into college and when I had also like a bunch of these bad things happen to me that's when I really like trying to be like am I like am I a bad human being is all of this shit happening because I've done something? And then that's when I was like, like, honestly, I deserve this. Like, I'm like a shitty person. Like, a lot of my unhappiness has come from growing up and having, like, bad things happen to me. And, 
or like doing bad things myself and then like not knowing how to deal with them and like I just coming to terms with that the bad things that you're doing also like when I say bad things that's like making a TikTok video about someone that you don't like because you're having a bad day and you don't know how anyone else to talk to them about that way like you don't have any friends you don't have what am I am I gonna bitch to my boyfriend another time about like someone that's upsetting me am I gonna bitch to a friend who like really doesn't give two shits did most of my friends leave because of the fact that like honestly their life was like okay there were, there's a lot of reasons but like something else that I found was that I could not like relate to them on any level like in this like blissful unaware happiness that they seem to have like every single thing was never a big deal everything was puppies and sunshine and they never had a problem with anything or anyone and I always seemed to be this ball of like fire and it it becomes very isolating to be like I'm the angry one I'm the problem but in reality it's like it kind of seems like everyone's a little too lax like tbh and I found that like with our society there's like people are okay with stealing things like with people stealing from you that are your roommates that's like that was a big problem that I have when I was like living my old place and people are like you're overreacting like I'm like what? this bitch like just stole like money from me <laughs> like why are you okay with this and like my therapist tells me that I'm valid and that I'm not a bad person and that the things that I'm worrying about or upset about aren't like I guess the most dramatic things but then on the other side of it I look at it and I'm just like I'm a horrible person and that's why everyone hates me is because I'm so high maintenance and I'm so and so much and I just don't get it I think part of me through having like and I guess maybe this sounds a little bit cocky but like I really do think that I have a like a certain amount of like ethical stance just due to my like philosophy degree where it's also made me like not only judge the acts of others very critically but also my own like I feel a lot of shame when I like fuck up and like the world shames you enough um so I think that there's like that added thing I don't know I know that we just did like an hour-long therapy session because I've driven all the way home and honestly I'm not really sure what I've said other than the fact that like yeah, like, my, my life has been, like, a shit show, and I don't know what I'm doing, and I really hope that, like, in the next, like, remainder of, like, a year and whatever that I have of college, that my life becomes something more than trying to just survive. I guess I'm just, like, whatever this is, this is an outcry for the fact that I'm fucking tired, okay? I'm really fucking tired of just not being happy of not having life be the way that I want it to be. I have so many dreams and so many aspirations for myself that I will never get to meet because of the fact that I hold myself back. I was recently invited to a like a golf scramble with coworkers. And I was like, yeah, sure, maybe. And while I was driving home, all I could think about was how, I, how the fuck do I get out of this? I'm going to embarrass myself, they're all going to think I'm horrible, I'm going to make a joke, I'm the worst ever, just on and on and on, and like, 
realize that I can't keep judging myself in the way that I am, like, so harshly and, like, also, like, letting the way that other people view view me and judge me affect me, like, I'm never going to succeed, like, ever. And that is something that I am working through. And I really, one day, want to say that I don't have to work through anything anymore. I've done a lot of apologies to people where I've been like, I've done a lot of work on myself lately and I, you know, was in a really bad place. And like I said before, sometimes I worry if this is the working on part, how bad was I before? I don't know. Uh, I just, I'm just going to leave you with that because I, I don't know what else to say. So, yeah. Today has been a bitch of a day. It really has. I am so tired. Um, I just got off work and got back home-ish. I'm going someplace real quick, so not really home. Um, just more so in my car, rather. Um, it's just good to be by yourself. Not really, because I'm by myself all the time. But, like, it's good to be by myself in my own space. I definitely want my boyfriend back. Need him back now. ASAP. Rocky. Now. Do it. I am tired of not being here. I'm tired of being lonely. You know, I try to make plans with people. But, honestly, people be fake as hell. I'm sorry. Just be, like, fake as hell. Never reach out to you again. Like, tell you that they have, like, shit going on. And then, like, make other, like, a thousand other plans. Like, it's just, like, like, it's a little exhausting. Let's just put it that way. To, like, attempt to make friends in my current climate. I can't wait until I start school and I can, like, meet people because I'm betting that there's like a bunch of different people who live um, just over off of the campus. Um, And I think I'll just like be able to make friends with them a lot easier than what's currently happening, which is me just hanging out by myself or going to work. we're making friends through work which like is hard because these people aren't exactly always my same age and um I don't know it's just like I need a little bit more people to choose from when it comes to like friendships and I'd like to be able to start school so that I can like meet people um that are my own age I like I've been hanging out with, like, when I was living for Collins, I was with people that were younger than me, so none of them were 21, couldn't go to the bars, nothing. 
now um, I am like working and living in a place where I know no one who's younger than me and it's kind of the other extreme so it's just a little exhausting yeah but it's super weird right now in Denver um I just saw like some people not being able to get into their house actually because there was like a group of homeless people just like standing in front of it well actually laying standing would be liberal honestly to say also like people be driving insane I'm the, literally the person in front of me is doing the zigzag swerves to get around and then the person behind me is also doing zigzag swerves to get around like just transfer lanes like a normal fucking person without being so aggressive um thank you like I actually don't know why this is so hard for people um and also why people drive like that don't get it um but whatever um but yeah so basically I saw like a person um like a bunch of homeless people laying in front of like an apartment building blocking the entrance and then like These people were clearly addicts, so they were like, I mean, you're not just like, I'm sorry, homeless people don't just like lay on the ground. There's some things that are specifically like addict behavior and some things that are like people that are unhoused, and that's an addict. Um, but the reason why there's like so like out, I guess, and like being in front of people's apartment buildings is they just did a massive sweep um, on my area where I live which is, oh my god, I'm so sorry I keep yawning so much, but like, I'm honestly kind of dying, um, I've been working all day, and I'm just fried, so, yeah, um, but basically, um, what the fuck is I saying? Oh yeah, they're like, all over the city now in random ass places because they took where I live, which is like a main area for homeless people. I live off Colfax. If you know anything about Denver, that is a really big area for homeless people. And they shifted them up or down. Like, I'm not really sure. Um, it like depends on how far the sweeping, which if you're unfamiliar with the term sweeping refers to the moving um, and just, I guess, demolishment. Moving of unhoused people and demolishment of camps in which they've set up. <clears throat> a much more successful way to, like, obviously prevent this problem long term would be to create housing, which the city has been allotted money for. But, you know, we, we have to spend all of our money on sweeps. It's whatever. As the mayor's literally talking about building a new stadium. We don't need a new stadium, we need housing. We need safe use clinics so then people aren't passing out in front of other people's fucking houses. It's ridiculous to me that we as a community are seeing people shoot up heroin on street corners and letting people like sleep on the ground rather than be a decent human being and build the infrastructure that is needed 
as a as a mayor, your job is not to be like the high school president. You're not supposed to throw a pizza party and make everyone happy and that we're all the rich people happy. Popular kids. You are supposed to take care of people. This is the real world and the way that we are running in the city is disgusting. Um, I'm not saying that it's not annoying to have people that are shooting up heroin or homeless right in front of my house, but I think that there's a lot better ways that we can handle it than by picking them up, moving them, and throwing away all of their stuff. I mean, what does that solve? What? They're not housed. You haven't given them a job. You haven't done anything to change that person's actual situation except for take away a place that felt like security and a safe space to them. That's all you did. You just moved them. Moving a problem doesn't change it or make it better. And it's disgusting to me that politicians, not only in this city, but in Seattle and cities across the country, are following the same, you know, platform of just moving people again and again and greyhounding them. I like all of them to be reminded of how the state of California was able to sue Nevada for that. Look it up. If, if you don't believe me, look it up. But the state of Nevada was sued by California for what is known as greyhounding. If you're not familiar with what greyhounding is, it is when you take homeless or mentally ill or addicted individuals and you give them a bus pass. Um, most notably, a greyhound bus has been used for this. They did this with hobos back in the day. They're doing it now. And I say hobos because that would that would be I in I guess I to my knowledge the correct term from like the 1920s because that's what was happening and that's what was the term that was used. Um, but yeah, these people were transported to um, California from Nevada due to the fact that Nevada has at the time and currently no resources for these people. So their their idea was instead of wasting their own state infrastructure to send these people to another state that was already overloaded, that is already overloaded, not even was, is, California and much more of these liberal states face a massive influx of homeless people, not only because of tactics like greyhounding, which is disgusting because you're literally just shipping people off to another city and being like, here's your new home, first off. You don't know anyone here. You could be so mentally incapacitated in your um, personal setting that you could have no idea where they're sending you. You could agree to take a ticket wherever. These are people that are vulnerable and they're being abused by the system. Um, yeah, and that's, that's plainly it. Yeah, you're having a new city chosen for you. You're being told this is where you are now and you're being jumped, dumped on an already overpopulated system. And there's no way that they can help you. And obviously California has tried. There's documentation of that. Other states that are more liberal have tried. But they're already going to see 
more homeless people and unhoused because people notably know these states for being more liberal, for being more accepting, for having these resources. So when you add on top of it, they're already um, baseline um, population of mentally ill people, which that all depends on their state population and how many people um, end up with mental illnesses within their own base state population. And then you have to add in transfers. These are people who have moved there because they're on accord um, and just wanting to live in California because of um, it being a place that is more liberal. And then you see the people that are being bussed in. And it's just this just like disgusting just disgusting cycle of like seeing these people get so mistreated and none of the problems being fixed and it's been going on for years now Mental health is a massive problem. And the people that had mental health problems in the 1950s and 60s, when we shut down institutions, didn't go anywhere. They didn't. They went onto the streets. They didn't disappear. They went onto the streets, and that's where they've been ever since. Those people that we initially hurt with not only are... Um, you know, initial treatment centers, which were horribly abusive and followed no, like, level of actual scientific research or therapeutic, um, I guess, work in any way. But we also (laughs) failed these people by not setting up a new system for them. We just said, there you go you get to live on the streets. Those people are still alive. People that are, you know, that were in their 20s in that time, they're still out there. They're still kicking. They're old, but they're still around. And I think it's important to remember that not only are we trying to deal with a population that we have already failed but one that we are currently failing with our choices that we just continue to make. Um, sorry, there was a ambulance, so I was paying attention. Um, but yeah, we're, we're treating these people that are ranging from massive um, age ranges as well as different circumstances, depending on, you know, we're facing people that have, are dealing with AIDS because we haven't really overcome the AIDS crisis. People are still dying. We didn't end that pandemic, but we acted like we did. Just because there's treatment now doesn't mean that we can cure people. It doesn't mean that we can really do everything for them that they deserved and do deserve. 
We need to try harder for the people that are on these streets. We need to try harder for the people around us. Um, I guess my thing is now that those people that were homeless around my house are gone, I don't feel like there's anything that I can do as a community member that's right next to them to help them. And the gates that were more, that have been put up in their place are way more of an eyesore in a lot of ways um, than the people themselves. And they additionally say a lot that we care more about a piece of grass than we do about a person. I am I'm not saying that these people had like as much as I'm a hippie dippy, I, I really I'm sorry to all of you that believe that we should, you know, have free land rights, whatever. Unfortunately it's not it's not the way it works. We all have, you know, a right to this earth. It's fair. But we don't because money and society is both the way it is. I mean you have to conform to society a little bit in order to function. Um, and that sucks, but it's the way it is. And I do it and so many other people do it and it's the way it works. But if the city was able to build affordable housing in the thousands of fucking empty buildings that I see on a daily basis, we wouldn't have sweeps. We wouldn't have this problem. We wouldn't have people dying on the fucking streets. And you wouldn't have people complaining over an utter humanitarian crisis. We treat these people like animals. And worse than, because you want to know what you do to a lost animal, to an unhoused animal? They bring it to a shelter. An animal, a cat, a ferret, is given more of a, more dignity than a human being is. Because they're at least given a fucking cage and a blanket. It's, it's just, and I know you might be like, well, why don't we arrest them? Why don't we incarcerate people? Because we already have enough people incarcerated. And because just like animals, these people don't deserve to be punished because of their circumstances. Um, yeah, I mean, that's flat out what I'm going to say about it. Um, also sorry I'm trying to pull into a parking lot right now and like I swear every single time that I come driving into this lot like people be driving like goddamn fucking maniacs but yeah um before you like um I guess make a judgment on like another person or before you see your city do another sweep I don't know. Realize that these people are, they're people. And I'm not sure what I can do. I'm not saying we're going to start a fucking revolution, guys. But we need to do something. It is sad to see that we as Americans give so little shits about everyone. That we won't, in a country that demands so much reform... 
We won't fight for it. I don't know. Um, and uh, that's just that's just sad to me. So, thanks, guys. Bye.